All right. Hello and welcome. Today is our Monday, first day back from Thanksgiving break. I hope you guys enjoyed it. The long weekend was nice spent uh, with family. The reason why I'm running late tonight, my excuse for you guys is I had my little one, London, the princess, uh, at my at my feet as I'm trying to clean up and shave for you guys getting ready for the session here tonight. So I apologize for being a little bit late to this uh, session. And I just want to make the disclaimer that you're going to have to hang out here, hit that Twitter uh, subscribe over there, hit the notification bell here on YouTube, and uh, stay tapped in because the schedule is going to be a little bit shifty here. I'm trying to get out as much content as possible, but I'm going to keep you guys up to date so you can subscribe here. Make sure you hit the notification bell, and then make sure you follow me over on Twitter as well. The Discord family also gets all the updates in real time. So I just want to say thank you, everyone. We did the uh, XLM deep dive over the Thanksgiving weekend. So we didn't take the weekend completely off, still got a little bit of work done, and I'm getting a lot of good feedback on that XLM deep dive, so I highly encourage you guys to uh, check that out if you haven't already. XLM deep dive, Stellar Secrets Revealed, uh, just dropped that one over the weekend, so definitely get that one checked out. And then the next session that I'm going to be doing is going to be the next installment of our business development program, and that is exclusively for the Discord group. So if you guys are looking to get tapped in over there with the family, uh, that's over at my website, linked up down below. Sign up for the Patreon, get access to the Discord group, and we would love to have you in the family. And talk to your tax professional about writing off the cost of your Discord uh, Patreon membership because this is for educational content and growth. Uh, we're going to help you make a little bit of money. We're going to help you figure out how to keep it. And then we definitely want to figure out how we can multiply cryptocurrency being a part of that. We're going to cover it all tonight, current events, and how we are uh, preparing for the greatest transfer of wealth in world history. Folks, it's been an absolute pleasure as we're about to break through 50,000 subscribers here on YouTube. We're just going to keep up the hustle. And uh, it, even though the market is a little bit rough, uh, we do have faith on where this story ends. 16200 for our Bitcoin 1,182 for our Ethereum and XRPs at that 38 cent mark. Okay, let's get right into it, folks. This is going to be a fun update. We got the 202 in the chat. Let's get a party started. Thank you, YouTube. Thank you, TikTok. Let's get it rolling, okay? All right, starting off with the Elon the Musk. This is a battle for the future of civilization. If free speech is lost, even in America, tyranny is all that lies ahead. Continuing on, what are we talking about here? Elon the Musk. The Twitter files on free speech suppression soon to be published on Twitter itself. The public deserves to know what really happened. How about that, folks? Let's keep it rolling. Elon the Musk responding to library.com. How about this? Another company that's been caught up in the SEC mafia tactics trying to stifle innovation and make sure that their friends have a monopoly on these new technologies, on these new industries and Elon asking, who else has Apple censored? And this was a reply to Library. Remember, we got the Library versus SEC case that is ongoing right now, watching that one closely along with the Ripple versus SEC lawsuit. But Elon the Musk responding to Library, the official page here, and they're talking about uh, the events that played out over the last couple of years and the censorship that Apple was participating in. And uh, Elon the Musk responding asking who else has Apple sponsored. So Elon the Musk, definitely a white hat moving quickly to uh, switch up the game, flip that table upside down. And it's very interesting to watch. We are definitely enjoying that show. And as we're going to continue to do, you know, we're just going to try to figure out how does this affect me, my life, and how should I invest and prepare accordingly? Because we don't want to get distracted and just, you know, caught up on uh, Twitter all day. We want to make sure that we're actually, you know, doing the deals ourselves as well. 
Now, speaking of doing big deals, Robert Kiyosaki is one that I definitely highly recommend you guys get tapped into. Robert Kiyosaki's, if you're trying to get started on your business, and this is just a free shill for Robert because I really believe in all of his programs, his early on books. All of his books are essential, but I want to see, this is where it gets fun though. This guy's made so much damn money that he can't be canceled. Same thing with Elon the Musk. Same thing with Donald Trump is these guys can't be canceled. Now, Robert Kiyosaki hits us with this one. I love it. He's been fully activated. Robert, as Marine pilots in Vietnam, if we went down, we all went down as crew and aircraft. Made us great pilots and crews. Problem today is woke academic pilots of our magical fake money economy parachute out early, leaving you and me to go down with the fake economy they effed up. And what's interesting here is this is not just the overall economy, uh, you know, the overall stocks, the overall economy. But this is the crypto space is getting absolutely blasted right now, right? And this is coming. The regulators are now coming. Congress is coming. Elizabeth, I got a plan for that. But these are the academics here, the, the Gary Gensler types that always dance around the real issues, act real cute, act real intellectual. But at the end of the day, they're really not getting anything done besides protecting the interest of the old guard that, uh, you know, handles them. In, in the way they do. Good guy, Gary, going to come save the day with Elizabeth Warren in the cryptocurrency space. And then like Robert's talking about here is that the, how's your program working out? The question that we've been asking, you know, the 401k is getting smacked. Your house is not an asset. It is a liability if it's costing you. Now, this was a transformative way of thinking that Robert Kiyosaki brought to the investing into making money uh, conversation. Back when Robert told America, that your house is not an asset when all of America and, and most of the world has been led to believe that everyone needs to own their own home. That's the American dream. Work the, the, the job that's going to give you a solid retirement. And maybe if you do really good, they're going to give you a gold Rolex at the end of it. Uh, cushy 401k pension plan. And Robert's been one of the few that was calling it out decades ago. Took advantage of the great financial crisis massively. And here he is making more money than, than, than he ever has before, as he's been telling us. And um, seeing and, and watching the magical fake money economy is what he calls it. Completely collapsing and failing. And the sad part is that middle class 401k is just getting wiped out and obliterated. The middle class of America getting absolutely wiped out. Now across the planet, we got major, major issues bringing it on over to the Netherlands to compulsory purchase and close up to 3,000 farms to comply with the EU environmental rules. So in the Netherlands there, they're going to be closing down. They're going to basically force farmers to sell them up to 3,000 farms to comply with the EU environmental rules. Now, I want to go to this tweet next from Kim.com. And he asked, how utterly incompetent are EU leaders? First, they join suicidal sanctions against their number one energy supplier, then they join a proxy war against their number one energy supplier. Then the pipelines of their number one energy supplier are destroyed. Now they pay four times more for gas from the United States. Not only is the EU no longer competitive because its industry can't be profitable with these new energy prices, now the EU industry is moving to the U.S. because they are giving handouts and cheap energy. A lot of that was brought forth by you-know-who, Big Bad Orange Man, Mr. Donald Trump. The deindustrialization of the EU perpetuated by the, e, uh, the United States is now in full motion. We are talking about trillions in losses for Europe in the next decade. 
This is an unprecedented and premeditated transfer of wealth from the EU to the US and a willful destruction of prosperity. EU citizens pay the price, but somehow Russia is the enemy. Wake up, you fools. These guys are completely tapped in, and this is why. I mean, just those few accounts that I went over. These guys have been set off, and these guys have been leading the front here on, on actually saying how it is. You know, um, and, and it's funny to watch how, how activated these guys have been lately. And I feel like over the last two to three years, people just said, F it, I'm sending it. And um, it's, it's, it's awesome to see with Robert Kiyosaki, Elon Musk playing his part. Kim.com, he's a real guy that, you know, has been in the game for a long time, early on in cryptocurrency, right, with what Kim.com did and, you know, dealing with the United States government, obviously. But what is, what is up with this sacrifice of the U European Union? I mean, the, the standard of living that's just been wiped out over there um, is much worse than what we're seeing here in the United States. The United States is lagging because we have this reserve currency status and because, like he says, we have an unprecedented and premeditated transfer of wealth from the EU to the United States, right? And here in America, what they're doing now with uh, the, the, the current group in charge, let's call them that, is they're making you pay to play. And that's getting completely exposed. Uh, and, and, and the whole uh, money laundering operation being completely exposed further with the FTX saga and the continuation of that story. Now, uh, bringing this back here, let's take a look. This is the S&P 500 chart from 2022, matching it up with the fractal from 2008. And Michael Kramer says it's do or die for the S&P 500. Now, we're going to get into some charts here at the end of the show, and I'm going to explain uh, why we call this one Great Depression Alert. At the end of this session, we're going to get into this, some technical analysis, but let's keep this one rolling for now. So we have the Bank of Japan reported an unrealized loss on its Japanese government bond holdings for the first time in more than 16 years. Another one. And this is what we were starting to say when all of these central banks were going to start to do quantitative tightening and selling off their balance sheet. We just continue to ask, well, who's, who the hell is going to buy that? Who wants to buy treasury bonds in this market? Now, obviously, the, 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 the interest rate on your bond has gone up substantially. Right. Um, but but what do you get in return? Right. And when the central banks are posting record losses themselves on the same product that they're trying to sell you, that's how they finance their debt. This is the problem that these countries are running into. And then they're having to they're being forced to print more. See, if no one's going to buy their debt, no one's going to buy their bonds, then they got to make up for it by money printing. Right. And. This is not just the Bank of the Bank of Japan. This is multiple central banks across the world reporting record losses. And for the first time in 16 years, taking a loss on their own government bond holdings. Let's keep it rolling, guys. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate all of you. Thank you so much. If you haven't already, let's make sure we smash that thumbs up for me. Thank you, guys. Wall Street Silver. Excess real disposable income since 2020 is now zero. Let's check it out. Stimmy checks are all used up. Only now we are left way below trend, massive inflation, huge debt levels, and facing the next Great Depression. The seven fat quarters of excess income is over. We can take a look at this chart here. U.S. disposable personal income chained to $2012. We have the disposable income 30-year trend line. In the cumulative difference between actual and trend disposable income from 2020. Not a good situation out here, folks. And we've been talking about getting prepared for this, this moment, this greatest transfer of wealth in world history. Not everyone's going to be a winner. 
Countries are beginning to use gold as payment right as the crypto world is melting down. There are levels to this game, comments from Gold Telegraph. Now, what we talk about here is merging both the physical and the digital world using distributed ledger technology that can actually provide liquidity payment flows in the values of trillions of dollars every single day. That's the problem solved that we're aiming for. That's the biggest use case utility that I see in this new financial system. So that is where I invest and plan and prepare accordingly right there. And what we're looking at right now is a merger between the old world and the new world, the physical and the digital, good versus evil, uh, the righteous ones versus those that uh, wish and, and do evil upon us, the humanity that's being held back here by these people that are absolutely sick. But the, the, the merging of both of these in a way that is on a level playing field is what we are fighting for. We hold precious metals. I invest in precious metals. If you want to get precious metals or roll over your 401k retirement account to precious metals, you can hit the precious metals link on down below or at the top of my website. The precious metals link will get you in touch. If you're rolling over your retirement account or 401k, we also buy physical silver to stack ourselves here, right? And then we also have invested in humongous bags of cryptocurrency digital uh, distributed ledger technology. And it's the merging of these two and how do you do it? And what's the main problem? The main problem is payments liquidity. That's the main utility, the largest utility by dollar amount, by value amount. It's the problem with the largest value, okay? We talked about the XLM deep dive. If you guys haven't already, make sure you guys check that one out because we explained how important XLM is gonna be in this financial system as well. And just how much damn money is moving around this planet every single day. Now, the old guys, the Peter Schiff's, the Robert Kiyosaki's, you know, Robert's now pro Bitcoin, doesn't talk about any other cryptocurrencies, but I'm sure his advisors have got him in on some XRP. He has to be because he hates the government and he's been calling them out. So I, I'm sure, you know, he sees a cryptocurrency that's fighting the SEC. I'm sure Robert Kiyosaki might have a little bag of XRP. But these old guys, you know, they're kind of old to the game. I understand this technology, you know, they, they have to rely on us young guys to explain this to them, which is fine. But some of them are just late to the game in understanding that this is the future. We use distributed ledger technology and we tokenize all of the commodities and resources in the Internet of Things, Internet of Gold, Oil, whatever you want. Put it on distributed ledger technology that's actually secure, scalable, and, and, and can handle the world's payment flows. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're invested in. We're not invested in the Ponzi's. You know, we're not holding Bitcoin, Robert, because it doesn't have a, a, a store of value and it doesn't have utility. I know that it sounds good. The Bitcoin story sounds good, but it doesn't have a utility, right? And the store of value is a debatable narrative that you, you guys know the position we hold there. But let's roll on into the crypto conversation here tonight, guys. This is, this is going to be an important one. Crypto conversation, let's get it started. Another SEC regulation by enforcement success story. This is from Stuart Alderati, Chief General Counsel at Ripple. Months after 100 million BlockFi SEC deal, BlockFi in bankruptcy. That's right. Today, BlockFi declared bankruptcy. Uh, $275 million loan outstanding to FTX from BlockFi. Unknown amounts owed to BlockFi from FTX. Nothing even uh, ever registered. Fines paid with whose money? Consumers decimated. Yep, and that is BlockFi filing voluntary cases under Chapter 11 Bankruptcy Code. Another one bites the dust. Today, it is BlockFi. Interesting connections. SEC attorney Bliss, who was the lead attorney versus the Ripple uh, in, the, in the Ripple versus SEC lawsuit. This was a lead attorney. Attorney Bliss quit 
mid-trial to go help BlockFi broker a deal with the SEC to pay $100 million over time. BlockFi is now bankrupt and the government will not get paid. And number two, customers suffer catastrophic loss. Excuse me. SEC brokered both sides of the deal. Library.com chimes in here. We spent millions on legal fees fighting the SEC. About half our attorneys were ex-SEC. You pay the SEC win or lose. You got to pay to play here in the United States, just like I was talking about. It is completely corrupt, and thank God it is getting completely exposed, and we can bring this thing right to a level playing field, hopefully, and, and hold these guys accountable. It is unbelievable, and now they're just all going back and forth, and honestly, I wish that I didn't have to cover this, but this is the part of, of the timeline that we're at. We're at the part of the timeline where, um, let me let me share this next tweet with you guys. BlockFi sues Sam Bankman-Fried to seize his $575 million stake in Robinhood. This is being reported by the Financial Times. Okay, so now we have the whole space doing bank runs on each other, suing each other, and literally taking each other out. That's the part of the timeline that we're at. And then we're going to be at the part of the timeline where the largest stablecoin in the cryptocurrency space, Tether, goes bust too. That's the next part of the timeline if you're wondering what comes next in the series of events here. Now, let's continue on. Over $643 million in Solana, now controlled by liquidators as part of Alameda Research Bankruptcy Process. The contagion is spreading so damn fast. Alameda owns 31.7% of Coinbase and are the Unisop whale with 27.9% uh, of the uni supply. This is from George Harop. I cannot confirm this, but what we are seeing right now is we got all of these Twitter sleuths. We got the uh, blockchain researchers that are going in and looking and uncovering all of these payment flows. Now, of course, these guys are running slush funds in between each other, covering each other's asses. CZ Binance, this is part of the proof of reserve audit. The auditor requires us to send a specific amount to ourselves to show we control the wallet and the rest goes to a change address, which is a new address. In this case, the input transaction is big and so is the change ignore FUD, CZ says. But uh, this is 127,000 Bitcoin that he's moving around and that apparently shows that he has sufficient reserves. Now, um, I forgot to pull this up too, but there's some recent... Uh, speculation that a lot of these exchanges are running low on XRP as well. Maybe I'll be able to pull that up in a second. I got that DM to me by a couple different people. If you guys want to be featured on the show or share any information with me that you think would be uh, worthy of being shared on the show, just direct message me on Twitter. That's the best way to send me information that you guys got. So uh, my DMs are open on Twitter. Here's the next one though. And this is just spreading so rapidly. According to Tether's own numbers, a 4% drawdown in crypto markets means they are insolvent. They have only 300 million equity cushion, LMAO. If they didn't raise more capital after every crash, how could they? They are now insolvent. It's just math. Uh, and he says, do the same math before Al uh, Alameda Research went kaput. You get the same result. And he says, that's if you think they are telling the truth. It's pretty obvious by now they aren't fully backed. If so, the fraud goes on until it pops. He says, it's actually less than 300 million. I was being generous. So they have less than 300 million equity cushion at Tether. And he, they, they bear, he's saying from their own numbers, uh, a 4% drawdown in the crypto markets means they are insolvent. Well, we've gone down by over, what, 50, 60%. The overall cryptocurrency space down by, what, 60, 75% now? Now, 
This is why I got my funds the hell off of KuCoin. Tether Fraud Exchange KuCoin about to go supernova. Earn 169% APY on Bitcoin or 204% on Tether Fraud bucks. <laughs> so on Ethereum, you can get 100% APR. On BNB, you can get 8.26 APR. Matic, 12%. Bitcoin, 169%. And USDT, 204%. And uh, those are actually going up. We got uh, updated ones right here saying it's going up even further. 286% for your tether is the most recent one that he just pulled there. That is why I got my funds off of KuCoin. That's where I was doing my trading. I pulled them and I'm just recommending to you guys as well. Uh, only keep what you want to be trading, what you want to be selling, moving on these exchanges because nobody is safe and a lot of people are playing games. And we got to ask, how are these guys paying these, uh, you know, really sexy returns? They sound really good. They pencil out really good on paper. The Ponzi scheme, the, the, the videos and the marketing team, the rollout of it to all the shills that make it sound like it's the next 100x uh, project, the next 100%, uh, 100x DeFi project. Oh, I'm now running a node. No, you're, you're not choosing to run a node. You were just paid to do so, to, to, paid to promote it. You were given the, a, a node for free. But we're, we're watching all these ones go bust. And we've been talking about with Nexo too. I always said, guys, with Nexo, if you want to put a little bit over there, okay. But I'm not trusting anybody with most of my XRP. My long-term holdings are not going to be in the hands of anybody else right now. And they never were, for that matter. When people ask me about Nexo, I was never able to use Nexo. But we have to ask, Dylan, Dylan LeClaire says, ask yourself how Nexo is paying 10% on stable coins while DeFi yields are 1% and short duration US treasuries are 4.5%. Meanwhile, every counterparty in the crypto space has blown up. They are going bankrupt, they are going insolvent and that's why we, you know, we've always been straight up. During the bull market, during the hype, it wasn't sexy to say, yeah, be careful here staking. Be careful with the DeFi plays. Be careful with the NFTs, with the metaverse, with trading. And I've shown you guys in real time, we shorted the hell out of Bitcoin the whole way down. Unlike all the shills that are now capitulating after the market's already gone down 75%, now they're going to sell off their whole bags, which I have a theory about that. I believe that most of these influencer shills are selling off at major losses right now, and uh, they're, they're exiting for tax purposes because we're towards the end of the year, and you have to recognize that a lot of these guys will do tax loss harvesting. So a lot of them, they probably made a lot of money shilling the coins, so now they're going to be selling after a 75% drawdown in the markets, taking a loss maybe uh, for tax purposes. Just a little bit of speculation because I don't understand. I haven't lost any conviction in my cryptocurrency and my holdings. I've just been further adding to them and, and nothing has changed. My conviction's actually grown throughout this bear market. And the bear market kind of turns us on because we've been waiting for these clowns to get the hell out of our way. So it's, it's been a good time, actually. Cheers to everyone in the chat. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Keep it rolling. 500 in the chat. We got some good ones here. Let's get right into it, guys. This is from payments.com. Cross-border demands banks get ready for clearing 2.0. Now, you've already seen everybody talk about this uh, today, so I don't want to beat this one up. It's already been shared a lot, but this is the clearing 2.0. 
Uh, this is from the Bank of London. The Clearing 2.0 Bank also must be flexible enough to embrace the emergence of new point-to-point -point global networks such as Ripple and XRP and to settle in whatever currency stakeholders demand. As a clearing bank, you'll need the ability to work with whatever rails come in and as fast as they can move money, he said. One key advantage throughout the cross-border commerce as real-time payment networks communicate and interoperate, interoperate is that the cost of the transfers will decline as transparency and security improve. As parties transact in real time, they won't be as exposed to FX risk, he added. As we look at Clearing 2.0, from a banking perspective, it's full steam ahead and the stars are star uh, starting to align. So how about that, folks? The stars are starting to align and it is full steam ahead. We love to see it. Now, let's get it. Uh, Fidelity, financial giant Fidelity has officially opened real Bitcoin and crypto trading accounts, so they are moving. Now, remember, when Bitcoin Magazine shares you a story like this and they say that they've opened Bitcoin trading, see, see, they always put Bitcoin in there, like it's all about Bitcoin or making it look exclusively like Bitcoin, but at least here in this headline, they put officially opened retail Bitcoin and crypto trading accounts because normally they just shine the spotlight on Bitcoin when we get any sort of news like this. But yeah, that's Bitcoin Magazine for you. But nonetheless, Fidelity retail retail accounts for cryptocurrency trading okay crypto is going absolutely nowhere here we go digital pound foundation interoperability is a key consideration of new forms of digital money but how can blockchain help to achieve this in the latest episode of the ripple drop ripple x software engineer uh miss vidari explains more mayuka vidari and that's going to be software engineer, Ripple X Dev Interoperability Dev Tools, graduate of MIT. How about that one? Okay. And that's the Ripple Drop Episode 28, Interoperability in Blockchain. What is your crypto project doing? What is the company that you believe in doing? Because mine is, their, their podcast is getting shared by the Digital Pound Foundation on CBDC Interoperability. That is what we have invested in. Arturo Portilla. Now in November, we are going to open everything we did at PIX in terms of protocol for all the central banks that want to copy it for free. This is from the Brazil's central bank president. This is not a minor thing, but I'm not sure what my initial thoughts are. This is from Arturo Portilla, okay? And this is the bank, uh, central bank of Brazil. And I wanted to share with you guys this. And now this is PIX. This is some of their new payments, uh, new PIX technology, Okay. And uh, I think this has to do with real-time gross settlement payments, cryptocurrency. And we have to remember back from 2020 here, Ripple and Brazil's central bank hold closed meeting to discuss institutional matters. This one was from June 3rd, 2020. Ripple, Brazil central bank hold closed meeting to discuss institutional matters. Next article, Ripple launches crypto-enabled enterprise payments in Brazil with Travelex Bank. This is what we love to see right here, folks. This one's shared by Business Wire, a Berkshire Hathaway company here. And this one is from earlier this year in August. And this was when they fired up that on-demand liquidity corridor in Brazil with their partner, Travelex Bank. Okay. Travelex is the first bank registered and approved by the Central Bank of Brazil to operate exclusively in foreign exchange. Okay. And that's going to be the first bank in Latin America to utilize on-demand liquidity. This is what we've been waiting for, folks. The corridors are firing up. This is flipping the switch. These are flipping of the switch moments. Just wait for the pools of liquidity to be opened up. 
because we've only done 30 billion so far on on-demand liquidity. That is nothing. That is a little drip, you know, a little drip. Okay. We have pools of liquidity that are about to be opened up to flow on this technology once once uh, the regulations are set. Okay, we are so close now. Stefan Huber sharing this. We've been we've been watching this. The SEC has to announce when they do this. Sun, this is the Sunshine Act notice, so they have to share when they're having meetings. This next meeting that the SEC is going to be having is on Thursday, December first. Okay, and they're going to be talking. This is when they talk institution, uh, institution and settlement of injunctive actions, institution and settlement of administrative proceedings. Okay, so we've been talking about this. This does not mean that the case is going to be settled up, but the SEC will be discussing ongoing cases once again, and we are waiting for something to happen here. Now, let's get an update on the Ripple versus the SEC lawsuit. So what we have here, XRP wing command, uh, wing commander, shout out November 30th, summary judgment filed, but sealed December 5th, unsealed. If him and emails are unsealed, would that put settlement in the highly unlikely category? And is it looking almost certain that the SEC is looking to go the distance? Fred Rispoli responds. It is not unsealed. It is the public filing date, but with redactions on portions, the parties do not agree can be public. SEC unlikely to agree to make him and emails public without a court order, and that ruling isn't until after the January 9th sealing response motions. Now, uh, Wing Commander responds back to Fred here. Thanks for clarifying, Fred. So you think these dates minimal effect on settlement or no settlement? Fred responds, minimal. I don't think SEC settles until it has to. To me, that is most likely when, one, emails go public, number two, SEC experts are excluded, or number three, SEC loss at summary judgment. Looking like number one is earliest possibility in late January, February of this coming year. But we're getting close here. The timeline is moving rather quickly. XRP uh, setting a new record here. Ripple sets new record with 108,000 XRP used in XRP Ledger NFT sales. Okay, and uh, this is uh, as per data provided by the XRP Ledger-based modular ecosystem on XRP. One of the NFT collections here uh, sold items for 108,000 XRP. Okay, so that's a new record. Um, 108,000 for, was that for one XRPL punks or for that for the total project? Nonetheless, folks, we're setting records here for the XRP ledger, and this is just getting started. So this is nothing, just getting started. Swift, confirming everything that we've ever invested in here. We're helping to prepare central bank digital currencies future. We recently ran a set of groundbreaking experiments that paved the way for the use of CBDCs uh, across borders. Um, quick note, Swift, nothing you are doing is groundbreaking. Your technology is decades old, and it is only because of partners like Ripple and others that you guys are even able to keep up. And with this technology, you're irrelevant. We covered that in the XLM deep dive. Here are five key things you need to know about this pioneering work. Oh, yeah, okay, sure, sure. Let's let Swift take credit for the new financial system, whatever they want to do. But the title of this episode, after a little bit of bullish news to end it, you know, it's funny. Let me back out here. It's so funny to me how all of these sessions, I feel like we're going through the crypto saga, the drama, all of the suing, the bankruptcies, the insolvencies, the whole space getting sacrificed. 
But then we always end with our bullish Ripple, XRP, XLM utility news. This just bullish as hell. And so that's why I like to I like to go through our current events, go through the cryptocurrency drama, the nonsense and the BS. And then we get into the good stuff, which is what we've invested in. And it's just continue on forward. Uh, what did the guy say? The stars are staring us right back. Uh, it's full steam ahead. Okay, Clearing 2.0. We know how to get that done. And we have invested accordingly. But but the title of this session, Great Depression Alert. I want to give a huge shout out to BC Backer. Sharing, sharing with us a little bit of the technical analysis. Secret sauce. Thank you, BC Backer. I am officially on Great Depression alert for the Dow Jones Industrial Average. We have reached the 702 retracement, folks. Let's take a look at this one. Okay. We have the 702 retracement reached here, and this is a continuation to the downside. If this pattern continues to play back out, we reach that 702. If we reject off of here and move back to the downside, it looks like BC Backer is confirming that we are on Great Depression alert. We will be on that Great Depression fractal. This takes us to a very, very ugly space. But one thing that I, I want to mention, and we covered this in our XLM deep dive, is that cryptocurrency is going to recover faster than the rest of the old world, the rest of the old system that, quite frankly, some of it isn't even going to make it to the other side. We talk about people like Swift trying to act like they're still relevant and doing something when we know that we have parties like Ripple that have been way ahead of the game, Stellar, also XLM, a cryptocurrency that makes cross-border payments actually not even a problem if you have that one-world currency, that one-world lumen. Uh, very, very interesting what we talked about on that XLM deep dive. If you guys haven't already, make sure you check it out. But BC Backer giving us this technical analysis that confirms where I've been at, that this thing is going to continue back down to the downside short term. Short term, it's just a matter of are we going to Great Depression or are we going to go a short-lived recession? The, 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 the economists don't even know what to define it, right? We don't even know what we are, what to define ourselves as. We get to just pick what we want, whatever, based on uh, how we feel that day, right? But we've been defining this as a recession. It's just a matter of how long is this recession going to last or are we looking more at a Great Depression? But... Another key thing that tells us that the timeline will be sped up is that this is a transformation right here. This is a fourth industrial revolution. So even if it does, you know, it's, it's going to be a shift over the next decade. But this is the technology that anyone in the know is going to be front running. I feel very bad for people that are kind of becoming late to this game and hold out because they want to buy cheaper when the exchange's liquidity is drying up. And I'm worried that people aren't going to be able to buy when some of these coins go lower. This is why we've been stacking bags of utility cryptocurrencies and we haven't been focused on price from a day-to-day -day basis. It's a fundamental investment thesis. Uh, we trade with a little bit. We talked about gambling, DeFi, playing, NFTs, whatever the hell you want to do, whatever floats your boat. May God forgive us for gambling in the crypto de degenerate activity. But at the end of the day, 90% of our portfolio is utility cryptocurrencies that we have continued conviction growth. Uh, nothing has changed for us. The rest of the space is going bust just like we predicted and just like we expected and just like benefits us. Great Depression alert, though. This is going to be interesting to see. At best, right, we get a recession that uh, basically goes 12 to 18 months and then we make it on out to the other side and start to recover. What I'm looking for is huge, massive, uh, world-shaking, world-shattering events to play out uh, that 
continue to move this timeline faster ahead. It's already moving very fast, but it's interesting because in regards to cryptocurrency and the adoption of crypto, it feels like it's dragging on and the bear market's killing a lot of people. A lot of people are losing their faith, right? This thing's dragging on, but at the same time, just look at how far they've accelerated their agenda and look at how much has been exposed just in the last two years since 2020, right? What, you know, the last two years has felt like a decade as far as the rollout of the agenda, as far as what all has been revealed, how quickly uh, we are exposing all of this. And we're we're exposing uh, the fundamental infrastructure of our reality, of the old paradigm. And those of us that are ahead of the game, we're already in the future. We already own the assets that are going to run these new financial systems, the quantum financial system, yes, I don't care what anybody says. This goes quantum. There already are quantum. They already got the XRP ledger and nuclear bunkers. <laughs> yes, it goes quantum. Yes, Elon the Musk is going to bring the Starlink on, bring everyone online. Jed McCaleb going to service the underbanked, make sure everyone has access to cheap and affordable payments. The internet of value is here. It's exponentially growing. We go through the sacrifice of the cryptocurrency space and we go through the destruction of the old system and we birth this fourth industrial revolution quantum financial system. The chip goes in, you do the dance, you do the deal. I can't speak further than that. Let's, I shouldn't have even said that. <laughs> That's where we're at, okay? In regards to this timeline, remain patient right now. We gotta remain patient, okay? We are very close but they can drag this thing out, like I said, for another 12 to 18 months, okay? Cryptocurrency might might bottom out in the next three to six months. That's my prediction. Three to six months for cryptocurrency, and then it starts to recover, but the stocks, the bonds, the real estate, the business in our economy, that could uh, lag out. That might not bottom till later next year, maybe 2024. I mean, Great Depression lasted, uh, you guys know the deal, right? It, it was uh, a crash that we lasted years almost a decade of no growth. And we didn't get out of it until we got the world war. So that's where this gets interesting is people are, are really hopeful, really understanding that this thing's moving on over. But look at the next five to 10 years when you're investing, when, you, when you're running through your thesis, when this moment that is so tough for us. And this is why we, we always said, don't overinvest and be careful, right? Be careful here. Uh, this is a very risky asset class is because we knew that it could go down during this bear market another 50-75%. You know? We we knew that uh we, we knew that the bear market was going to begin in December and nothing has changed. We've just continued to say that, yeah, the bottom has not been reached as we watch another f- exchange go bust. As we watch another company sue another company. As we watch the Sam Bankman-Fried scandal and fraud. One after another, And then we still just look at the landscape, look at the technical analysis, look at everything, fundamental analysis. And it's easy to say, we have not bottomed out. Sorry to say, we have not bottomed out. Tether has not collapsed. And that's the final domino in the cryptocurrency space. And what we're seeing is the debt and liquidity crisis is the situation in the rest of the the banking system, the financial system, the currency crisis, and the debt crisis. You have sovereign debt crisis, you have corporate uh, crisis as well. These companies cannot service their debt. They're doing mass layoffs. This is why the bottom is not in, right? So for those of us that understand that, 
where are we at? We got dry powder. We got cash. Like I said, we've been stacking precious metals. Link on down below. Link at the top of my website. Retirement account, 401k. Roll it on over to precious metals if you're interested. Get in touch with my people. Stack up the precious metals. Stack up the freedom seeds. Stack up some food, prepping, and essentials. They're going to wipe out 3,000 farmers in uh, the Netherlands. All part of the EU. The EU sacrifice. Go woke, stay broke. How's your program working out? It ain't the program for us. We aren't going to participate in that, and we're going to continue to see our success no matter what. No matter what. You know, God willing, we make it through to the other side. We're going to be part of rebuilding this damn thing. It's going to get ugly. It already is. Situation's already bad as hell. I mean, shoot, look at our crypto bags. Sacrificed. Right here with you. Cheers. Tonight I'm drinking H2O. A little bit of water. Just trying to stay alive out here. But it's absolutely great. I mean, we're just enjoying the show. Continuing on. I was so excited to get back to work today. I enjoyed the long weekend. But I want to encourage you guys. We're back to work today. And I know you guys were slacking like I was today. Monday. Dragon feet. Time to get back to work. Okay? We got a lot to do. We got one month left to go. Like I said, talk to your tax advisor, your accountant. You should have your strategy already been working on it. But you have one month to one month to change your tax situation. So consider all your moves there. And uh, I've been sharing in the Discord group what I've been doing lately with with my situation. So um, definitely want to get tapped in. Definitely want to get tapped in on what we're doing with our uh, taxes. Because we have one month left here to change our situation. We have one month left to run it up. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in. And all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.